Okay, so listen, 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 listen. I'm trying to explain this to you, right? Right. Okay, check this out. We're talking about wholesaling, right? Right. And it establish what you as a okay. wholesaler are as okay. that differentiates hey. you from a regular person. Okay, I'll get into all that, okay? <laughs> First, let me just let me just intro us because they don't even know who you are yet, yo. <laughs> this is crazy. All right, yo, welcome. You know, this is Hit Dogs Holler. This is your boy Kev, aka Kevo, aka KJ, whatever the fuck you want to call me. I don't really care anymore. Um, I've got a special guest here today, my boy Wadi. What's up? In the baby? building. How you guys doing? He's my got name. his own. He's got his own podcast, but he came to show me love today. Yeah, minding my mentor, and, and Kevo is going to soon be a, a guest on that, too. Yeah, gonna get real, real smooth, yeah I'm, I'm, a, I'm blowing his mind right now. I told him some fucking crazy stuff that he's apparently never heard of, which yeah. is new to me because, you know, we're, gotta, we're similar. He's got to sell me on it, though. Yeah. Oh. He's not wrong. He's got to sell me on oh, it. Oh, I'm easy going to sell you on this. So <laughs> right now we're talking about, and by the way, I just want you guys to know that, like, I'm giving y'all this out of the kindness of my heart. But even if I tell y'all all this, I'm about to tell y'all, 99% of people aren't going to do shit about it. So it don't really matter. I'll give out, I'll give out this free game. We're going to do a free game segment early. Let's do all right, so take game. your pins and, and pads out. Let's get cracking. Let's go. So we're talking about wholesaling real estate. Now, some of you may know exactly what I'm talking about already, and you're going to be like, okay, I, I get it. I know what this is. This is Wadi's first time hearing this, so I'm just going to break it down as soon as possible because I was thinking about we're not thinking about it. I'm definitely interested in getting into this. So here's pretty much how it works, right? You, Wadi, right? Mm -hmm. You own a home. Mm -hmm. And let's say your great-great-grandfather passed it down to you and now it's your home. Right. It doesn't cost you anything. It's an asset to your family, but it's kind of run down. Okay. And let's say you don't have the money to fix these things that are wrong with the property, so you just kind of want it off your hands because you're paying this money in, tax, in taxes, but... I mean, you're not really living in it. It's kind of abandoned. It's just there. Right. So you want to get it off your hands. So what are you going to do? You're going to sell it. So. Also, where are we? Wherever you, it, it's literally anywhere in the country. But let's just say we're in the rural area of like North Carolina, so like Waxhaw or some shit like that. Okay. It can literally be uptown Charlotte, but that wouldn't happen. But it could. Okay. That's, but point is, it can be anywhere. Okay. Anywhere that there's a distressed property. A distressed property is exactly what I just mentioned. It's someone who doesn't want to live, who doesn't want this home or can't afford to stay in the home or whatever the case may be, and they want to sell it to get it off their hands to make some money. Mm -hmm. So I come to you, this is what wholesalers do. I come to you and I say, hey, I'm interested in your property. I want to make you an offer I can pay in cash. You're gonna say, okay, I'm listening. And you know, that's the wholesaler's job to kind of come up with the number, unless you already listed it uh, for whatever reason. But it's, it's usually the wholesaler's job to come up with a number that makes sense mm -hmm. based on the research. And I'll get into that in a second. So then you say, I say, I'll offer you $30,000 for this home. You say, okay, I'll sell it to you for 30. You didn't do any work. You have this old house passed down to you, and it has made you thirty grand. Mm -hmm. Would you want thirty grand in your pocket as a seller for doing nothing? I would be twenty grand for you. No, thirty. I'm selling it to you for thirty. I mean, you're selling it to me for thirty thousand dollars. Right. But you're the seller of the home. To that, though. You're the seller of the home. You're getting thirty grand in your pocket. 
Right. But where's that? So where's that ten thousand coming from? We're gonna that's get where, into see, that. They don't know about at. the ten grand yet. That's they don't know. I'm... Listen, we're gonna get into that. Okay. If you're selling the home for thirty grand, you're gonna get thirty grand. That's that's you're selling it for that price. Okay. There is no way legally it's gonna change. Okay. That's okay. your. That's what you're getting. Okay. Okay. So me, as the wholesaler, says, does that sound good to you? Yes, it does. Okay, great. Now what we're going to do is we're going to write up a contract and we're going to get this in writing and get you to sign it and I'll give to you what's called an earnest money deposit, EMD. Right. I give you that and it can be anywhere from like, we'll say 100 to 500 bucks, right? And you hold on to that. And whenever you're buying a home, you know, or you don't know, there's a closing period. Mm -hmm. That closing period can be anywhere from a week to 30 to 90 days. It doesn't really matter. It depends on you mm -hmm. and the deal you sign, whatever you want to say. So in the, in the contract, I would put, you know, let's say 30 day closing period. I want to make sure I have a, I want to make sure I have an inspection to a period to look at the home to make sure I even want to buy this home. Mm -hmm. Because if there's something majorly wrong with it, you, you don't want to buy it because you're not going to make any money and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that means I paid you that deposit. Let's say I paid you 500 bucks. That's your, that's your deposit to tell you that I'm a serious buyer and also to solidify the contract in my name, meaning I am now the purchaser of this home mm -hmm. and barring any difficulties, this is my home. Mm -hmm. Meaning you cannot sell it to anyone else, you can't work any deals, if somebody offers you more money later on, it's too late, I offered you this and you signed, you said yes. So you're getting 30 grand. Now, we go through and I find an, an investor, usually people who flip homes. So people who buy a, a crappy home, fix it up, update it, and then put it back on the market for what it, the new value will be worth. And usually, you know, it's anywhere from $80,000 and up. So now they're getting that investment return based on their work. Right. Okay, I find one of those. And I say, hey, so-and-so, I look at the, the homes in the area, and this is how I determine that figure we talked about earlier, the figure for um, selling the home or buying the home, the buy price. The reason I came up with that number is I would look around the area and I would look for any flippers who have recently flipped homes in that neighborhood mm -hmm. in the past like six months. Mm -hmm. Is that all public record? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so all you gotta do is, is look this stuff up. You'll find out and you can do it literally on Zillow okay. or Redfin. And you look these people up and you say, okay, he bought this house right down the street, same almost same square footage, same size, and he bought it initially for $40,000. So, and he made whatever he made, 80, 100, whatever he made on the deal after he flipped it. Mm -hmm. He's gonna be very interested in hearing another deal for the same exact price in the same neighborhood. He's familiar with the area, he just did a flip there. He wants to make another 80 to 100K. Mm -hmm. I come to him, I say, hey, I saw you just flipped a couple houses in this area. Here's my offer to you. I have this home right down the street and the price would be $40,000. Now the logic is, yo, I just paid 40 grand for a house. Of course I'll do it again and get, and get the same thing in return. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So they're interested in that end. Okay, great. I'll do it. Perfect. Now, because I'm still within those 30 days, 
I would do what's called a reassignment contract. Basically, I'm reassigning that contract that I had mm -hmm. to purchase the home to the investor. He's gonna take it and say, okay, great, and pay that person the $40,000, or me, the $40,000 for the, for the home. Now it's his home to invest and flip and do whatever. Right. I only have to give you, the seller, 30000 because that's what we agreed upon. Okay. I just made $10,000 on this home without ever having to put up my own money, credit, whatever, or have a license or anything, and everyone got rich. You got rich because you made 30 grand. The investor made you know, 80 and up for the flip, and I made 10, and I, all I was was basically a glorified middleman. Granted, I did all the groundwork to get the deal and run the numbers and do all those things right. to present to an investor, which means all the investor had to do was say yes or no. Right. So I made their job 10 times easier, which is why I, I can justify being paid at all. Right. But that, in a nutshell, is what wholesaling is. Wholesaling real estate, that's exactly what it is. And I was, I was talking to Wadi about this like 10 minutes ago, and he was like, he looked at me, he was stuck in his mind, I was like, what? I don't understand, like. Yeah, man, it's, well, I guess to me, it's just more so like, you gotta find the, the right person for those, I guess, that's all, because, like that, that makes a whole shit ton of sense if it makes sense like on paper. Like, I'm, like my, my aspect, the way I'm thinking about this, I guess, is like, all that shit's overly possible, like yeah. But I'm wondering, like if I'm, if somebody's buying a house for me, like how is it gonna, I'm wondering who this person's gonna be that's gonna be like, yeah, like I agree to let you buy this house for 30,000. I'll give you a deposit now, we'll close in 30 days. But like, doesn't that take, what like what paperwork's involved in that? And like, does it have to get notarized? Is there like a, is there something like associated with that? Cause I'm just, I'm more so trying to figure out like, if I tell you I'm gonna buy your house for 30 grand, what makes you say yes to me? You know what I mean? Like, just because I, I... Because I want to get rid of this house. It's causing me a problem. This house that I cannot afford to fix up, it's causing me a problem. I can't do anything with this fucking house. Okay. So I own it and it's a waste of my fucking okay. time. So you have to like, I sell want it fact, off my so hands. So you have to like, so it's like a... Like a you have to find the people who want like, to get rid of these houses. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Not just any old beat up house. No, I feel you. It's, it's not, about it's the people who that, don't bro, like, like, or someone who like their mother just went into a retirement home and they own this house, but they, she wants to sell it. Okay, that's where a wholesaler can come in again and be like, okay, it's old, it's run down. You want to sell it? You're going into retirement. You know? Okay, great. Well, well same thing. It. No matter what the number is, it's the same situation, because flippers are going to want to pay less than the after after uh, market value, which is right. after you renovate and all that stuff. What's the market value after that? Well, why don't you just become an agent then, or a broker? You can, point. but you don't have to. Well, I know, point. but what I'm saying is like, at that point you would you would make so much more money, right? Because here, here's, here's how this would work. There's a set fee, right, on a set price of a house. So let's say that you find a house that's it's not broken down, like. There's nothing wrong with it, but you're good at selling these ideas to these people that this house doesn't need to be getting rid of. Let's say you found one and you're gonna get paid 
I, I don't know what the, the breakdowns are, if it's 3% or 6% or 5 and a half. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's all different depending on the, who you represent or whatever the case is. But long story short, let's just give it a 5% a thing. If you, if you find a house that's 300 grand and you sell it just for, just for being the person that like interacts with them and gets the, the paperwork done and gets the deal closed, you're gonna get 5% of that money off top, regardless. You know what I'm saying? You mean as the agent? Yeah. Taking the wholesaler's spot yeah. and not dealing with the wholesaler? Yeah. Okay. And more frequently because like your opportunities to come up more often. And you could choose what kind of houses you really want to sell up to a certain amount anyway. No. He, and here's why. I would come to an agent and, and, and I guess you can if you're an agent who has that much disposable income, right? Because you still have to come up with the money. Because if you're not coming up with the money, you know what you have to find? An investor to buy the home if you put it under contract. You know what that makes I'm you? Is that A wholesaler. I'm saying is that like... It's 1,000% legal. You're purchasing the home and you're reassigning the home to someone else to purchase. That's absolutely legal. These are all official documents and, and mm -hmm. contracts that you're signing. And that's what I mean. Where do the contracts come from? You make those up yourself? Do you have you a can. lawyer? Do you have a... You can uh, do yes, yes, and yes. How much does that cost? It depends that on which affects, route you're, That it affects the 10 grand. You see what I'm it saying? It depends like, on which route you're going, but no, it doesn't cost you anything to write your own contract. Not at all. That's true. It, it costs you nothing if you do it yourself. No, that's very true. And as a matter of fact, if you do it with an agent, more times than not, they're gonna write their contract for you. You know why they're gonna write it? Because they're gonna get 6%, because they're gonna represent you, the buyer, and also the person who listed it, the seller. So or you get 3% on company. both ends. Oh, or I'm getting, okay, I was gonna make five grand on this house as an agent. My 3% was gonna be five grand. I made five grand on the house. The wholesaler comes along and says, hey fam, I'm gonna offer you a chance to represent me, the buyer, you're gonna get 6%, that's 10 grand, mm -hmm. it's double. Oh, all right, <laughs> you know what? You gonna, you gonna do that for me? Yo, I'm gonna write the contract up, I'm gonna send it over to you, all you gotta do is sign it, blah, 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 let's move forward. They are gonna get that deal done because they wanna make that 10 grand. That's how, that's exactly how. What? That 10 grand though isn't as, that's not 10 grand though. Why is it not 10 grand? Because. What did I spend? If you're representing the deposit, I got it back. What did I spend? What money did I spend? You still, if you're affiliated with an agent, you still have to pay a seller's fee. No, you do not. The seller is paying the fees for the agent. I so am not the seller. Buy? I am the buyer. What are you saying? So you're actually, I'm that. neither. So okay. So at what point do you have the the mortgage to to give this person? At what person? What mortgage are you referring to? If you don't have the cash to buy the house, uh -huh. right? And you're you're not, just gotta find someone who does. You don't have a loan does. from a bank. No, you don't need you're a loan. One, you don't right. need a loan. So why would they need to interact with you at all if they if they could directly interact with the other person? Once, what I'm saying is, once they've found they you, they don't know that I'm not the other person. I tell them I'm a cash buyer and I'm going to purchase this home, and that will be very okay, true. So you're saying you're in good with an investor. And you yes. go purchase the home yes. for 40 the, grand. Mm -hmm. But so the investor is going to agree to paying you that fee basically for yes, purchasing the house. Yes, because they know that's how it works. 
because I did all the work to find that home in the first place. All that investor did was fork out the cash. Yeah, it's so a business transaction. So you're talking about somebody that doesn't mind the luxury of spending ten grand to do this thing. They're not. They're not spending ten grand on me. They're spending fifty <laughs> to make a hundred or hundred and twenty or et cetera, depending on how big the house is in the area and all that. They're not so. Essentially, so is it the land or the home is more important at that point? Then neither. It doesn't matter. It's it's, all, it's both equally as important because you can wholesale land the same way you can wholesale a house. Right. So it's all the same. Okay. But that investor likely has done it before, and he will understand that. Yeah, I'm. He's making money off of this, but also I'm making way more. And I would tell that investor, okay. So if they say to me. But you're making 10 grand off this deal. Like, why is that fair? Blah, blah, blah. If my numbers are correct and you sell this house for, let's say you put in, say you bought it for 40. Mm -hmm. Let's say you put in 40 worth of work. So now you're out, you're out $80,000. Mm -hmm. And you sell it for 160 after the work is done. You just made $80,000. And I found you this opportunity to make you $8,000. And I mm -hmm. own the house. I own the contract on the house. So you can't go around me. Mm -hmm. Are you going to really let the fact that I make 10 grand on this deal stop you from making 80 grand on a deal? Mm -hmm. No, you're not. No, I feel you. That's I just, the cost. I almost that's think the, that that's the cost you got to pay to pay to play. You feel I, me? As a wholesaler, I would just be somebody that like, like I'm trying to picture who a wholesaler would be. At this, hit this, because this is what I'm saying. Let's think about it this way, right? If I could just go get the mortgage for thirty grand, mm -hmm. right? Like if I even if I had the money to put up, I just think it would sound a lot more, not so much as legit, but easier. If that makes sense. Why would you get a mortgage for thirty grand? Be, well, because if you're not going to buy the house cash, I'm tr just having a hard time finding a buyer who's just going to say okay. And if you don't find a buyer in those thirty days, do you know what happens? What? You just lose your deposit. That's it. It's still the seller's house. I didn't pay them for it, so I lose my deposit. That's it. So as an investor, Nothing else. what I just, that's what I mean, like as me as the investor, I feel like I would just wait until those 30 days are up and you can lose out on your deposit and now I know that property's back in the market. I'm not the only wholesaler. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no guarantee that you get that house. Yeah. There's no guarantee they sell at the price you want to sell it at either. I'm yeah. the one who negotiated that price down to 30 oh, yeah. grand. But that's, what, but that's what I'm saying. Like, people There's no guarantee that you're going to be. The, and most investors aren't going to want to do that work that you're referring to. Right. That's true. And that's what I mean. They can afford to pay the luxury to have. Like, that's what I mean. Like, they invest so much at a rate so high that they don't care about Damn, that. You know 10, I mean? 20 like, grand spread on a deal where I'm about to make $100,000, $200,000 right. on a deal? Right. I don't give a fuck that you're right. making 20 grand. So how do you? Build? I wouldn't care. I'm making a hundred grand. Make a little twenty thousand. I'm gonna make a hundred. Give me the freaking house. Right. So That's the hardest part as a flipper to find these houses. Right. And how do you build a repertoire doing it? Meaning. If I'm a, if I'm an investor, I'm gonna say, well, why should I? How do I know that? You know what I mean? What? Not how do I know, but well, I guess not. I don't know. Never mind. It doesn't matter. It, it does. Really Go doesn't. on. I want to hear the question. No, I'm just wondering, like, at what point? I'm tr thinking of a buyer that's going to be like, yeah, okay. Like, but I guess at the same time, 
I, they don't have to know, but I feel like somebody, I feel like it's somewhere legal that if the buyer and the seller have to know who the home's going to, but maybe it's just more so like you're the home's finding, going to you're me. like finding in the homes and referring them to them and since you have it under contract, mm -hmm. like as a company or whatever the case is, if you're doing it that way, then you can hold that home under contract until an investor comes in within the 30 days. So mm -hmm. you'd have to have basically an investor lined up, a buyer lined up, and a property somewhere that's eligible to, to do that kind of return convince them of that, have them sign the paperwork and buy the house, and then you get your money on the back end or up front. Where does your money come in between? On the back end, When yeah. they sell, or, or does it come end. after they after they made the profit? So you can do it one of two ways. You can, that investor can give you, they can wire you the money, the 50 grand. Because either way, I'm the one reassigning the contract that I have to them. So if they want to wire me the 40 grand for this, situation, the scenario, mm -hmm. you want to wire me the 40 grand, I'm going to pay you your 30. Mm -hmm. And what do I have left over? 10. Right. Okay. Now that investor is happy. He owns right. that home. The seller is happy. He got 30 grand and I made 10. So the conversation between you and the investor is like, Hey man, I got this crib. Like, yes. I, got it for 30 I know grand. you're a flipper. Yeah, Not, right. Yes. Yes, if like it's a big you, like number, you, right. it's you, a big number. You should definitely disclose it. That's and that's what I'm saying. Because that's the biggest legal, obstacle. Right, legally, some things have to be disclosed, and that's mm -hmm. what I mean. It doesn't even matter. It's public record. The investor will know how much you have that contract for. So, so when that old lady calls you back and says, "Hey, public record says I just made four. I sold it for forty grand. I thought it was. I thought it was only 30. Then what happened? You agreed I mean, to sell matter. me this home for $30,000. It's like it's in the contract? You agreed to sell me this home for $30,000. I'm going you. to sell it for $40,000. I got you. Or I'm going to invest, if I have enough money, I'm going to flip it my damn self right. and make money. <laughs> you wouldn't right. get mad at a flipper for doing that, would you? No. Because, exactly. Because so, you you owned it, though. It's weird to me when it's, and like, I, it's I, like properties in the air almost type shit. It is in the air. It is in the air. signing a contract to put But either way, after that closing period, you're either going to get your money or, your de or the deposit. And oh, either yeah. way, you keep the home. So the, you're not, as a seller, you don't have anything to lose. If you're willing to sell it at forty fifty thousand dollars mm -hmm. And you can find someone as a wholesaler willing to pay sixty to seventy thousand dollars. You make the difference. That's all there is to it. You want to know what's crazy about this whole conversation? I just what? thought about what. I really wonder if this is how rappers contracts work. Get the fuck out of here! In what Chill. sense? Masters. Okay, explain right? that. So let's say people don't these rappers or whatever don't own their masters. Think about you're you're in like negotiations at the end of your contract, right? And like it comes down and mm -hmm. if you do resign, you wanna you might wanna own your masters or whatever or a portion of your masters, however however it may okay. be. I'm wondering if let's say you pass away, right? Now your catalog becomes pretty much an antique, right? So it's gonna do numbers for forever because now you're this mythical figure that people look up to, people are influenced by, and it it, it happens more so often than not. And I'm just wondering if that person's catalog is worth so much more at that point, you know? And it's like, when it comes time, like who owns the music? If the artist doesn't own the music and a company owns it, you know, I'm, I'm just wondering when they go to sell these masters, what if, what if they're like shopping their masters around? No. That's a good point. Because Wayne, sure exactly Wayne just sold 
Drake and Nicki Minaj's masters for a whole, whole lot of money. So listen, I'm, I'm not sure how that equates to the wholesaling aspect, but that is a very important conversation in the sense that if you own your music, that's why, well, first of all, that's why people say you should own your music because if you die and you do not own any of your masters, the record label still owns that. And when your numbers go up because you just passed away, the record label profits off of that, right. not you. That's why it's important to own your masters. Right. Well, I'm saying, what if these artists are, are nothing more than just an investment to these label companies? That's exactly what they are. You what know? do you mean, what if? It's just crazy. That's like why somebody, these deals exist. That's why they give you what's called an advance. Like artistic freedom is just... That's why you have to pay back that money because you are an investment and you're supposed to return on the investment. If I spend a million on you, I need to get more than a million back on you. Which is why these people are stuck and they can't put out music or they can't get out of their deal because they haven't recouped off their last advance and all these yeah. things. That's why that happens. Yeah. That's And if you take your money, because a lot of times like these labels don't even, from my understanding, they don't necessarily care. Like if you're not the big name on the label, they don't really care how you do it, just get it done type mm -hmm. of thing. So if they give you a million dollar advance and you don't sell shit record wise on the label, on the album they put out for you, they pay for the studio time, they pay for all this shit. And you took that money and bought jewelry and cars and houses and clothes and went on trips and did all that with a million dollars mm -hmm. and didn't invest it back into what could make you money, mm -hmm. advertising, marketing, all those things. If you didn't do that, then when it comes time to collect, you're just stuck in that deal with mm -hmm. no fucking money because mm -hmm. you spent it all. That's why it's so, <laughs> that's why it's a dirty ass game. And I mean, you can't, I'm not saying nobody should ever sign a deal, but if you're gonna sign a deal, understand what comes with it. Understand what you need to do and how to, you know, your behavior has to change. You can't just spend all the money you get and just wild out and not care about music no more because you made it. Because mm -hmm. you're going to absolutely need to make music to continue putting food on the table. Mm -hmm. Or you're going to be selling away, selling away your fucking luxury cars mm -hmm. and looking crazy and then trying to say, oh, I'm doing it because I don't need that flashy stuff. No, you're doing it because you're broke. But it's, it's you know, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I feel that. I think that maybe that's where a lot of artists go wrong too, is they get so happy, man. It, but and also to kind of caveat that too, like not even just rappers. I think it happens a lot in, in our community. Period. I I think that even us as just as, as as black men, a lot of times when we come into large amounts of money, and I'm guilty of it too. Like just like breeding into like materialism. You know what I mean? Like being a consumer and really always wanting to consume everything. But like what? What are we in like investing in ourselves besides like in an image sometimes, you know? Um, I think it's crazy because I'm a sneakerhead, like I like nice stuff too. But I feel like at some at some point once you get enough nice stuff, it's like okay, but like what else do I have in life to show for like what I've done? You know, like I I did all this stuff to be successful, right? But like what have I done to like show for it besides what's on my feet, besides like me getting drunk every weekend. What is there to back that? Like, what is my future looking like? You know what I mean? Like, if, yeah, I can I can go buy four pairs of McQueens right now if I really wanted to, but is that really necessary right now? Like, who am I really trying to impress? 
Like, I, well, I mean, and I guess it, it just like depends what point in life you are. Like, if 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 it's all about like it, gaining some type of attention or some type of like uh, like superficial thing, like it all makes sense. I get it. Like, attachment like gets attention. You know what I mean? Or attraction gets attention. But like, what's the the morph of like who you are and everything, your aura, your personality, all that stuff mixed together is what kind of I guess um, has someone's heart. So it's like. I think it's our job at some point to admit that if we're gonna be on the earth and, and dwell here and that's where we're gonna be, like the the best thing we can do for each other, everybody is to like be the best version of who we are at some point in time. You know what I mean? Um and that shifted kinda quick. <laughs> I didn't mean to no, wake kind of left field, but that's good. At the end of the day, it it, it really kind of it's like even if you, you can wear the nicest stuff, but you can't make it look right if you don't have that inside of you, you know? Yeah, I know, that sauce. I know <laughs> plenty of people that have a whole lot of nice stuff and can't wear it right. And like, I don't, some things I never understand and that's not for me to understand. It's their choice, their life, their free will, but I don't know. It, it just hits different when you wear it with the right confidence, I guess. You know what I mean? And where does that come from? Like, you can't, some things you can't put on. You can't look at somebody and watch them walk and say, oh, that's just how they walk because that's how they're walking today. Like, you walk a certain way, you know? The way you walk shows a lot about who you are. You know what I mean? Like, it's, and it's not that deep. It's, it's, it's really like small, minimal things. You know what I mean? But like, do you walk with your head up high or no? You know, are your shoulders relaxed when you walk or are they slouched? You know what I'm saying? Are your arms swinging or are they just next to you because you're so tense right now? You know, are you, are you swaying back and forth or are you just, walking you know what I mean though I will say since you and me both share that background I do believe the military had a lot to do with what you're talking about like walk how you walk just in general how you carry yourself especially because mm -hmm. me you went in at roughly the same age right I went yeah. in at 19 you went in at how old 17 17 so we both were young you went like right out of high school I went like a year after or two years after mm -hmm. so you know there's that but you know we're still rough we're very young very um, impressionable right and you learn these these things that you know that are literally you know drilled into you nah, from sure. day one. You know you're not gonna yeah. walk with your. We weren't even allowed to eat while we walked. I'm sure you weren't either, right? In the Marine Corps, <laughs> yeah, you couldn't no, walk and eat, not right? at all. It, that's crazy to hear. Like I, I, I bet mean, none of y'all have even heard no shit like that. But like literally, if you're in uniform, you cannot eat while you're walking. Man, I got absolutely. Not. I got blasted on the parade mm -hmm. deck on graduation day because <laughs> you did on graduation listen, day. No, 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 no. Peep this. I was on the parade deck. Fell out of formation, yada yada, blah blahs, right? My mom has my grandma on the phone, and she's walking on the parade deck with the phone. Me, not being the you're brightest guy, the you're time, a yeah, super boot. I take the phone from my mom and walk on the phone in uniform on the parade deck, and Ooh. they were like four Ooh. DIs that just came and put me on blast, like in front of my whole family, and I was like, oh, so that's D. how that works. D.I. means know? drill instructor. Drill instructor, yeah. For you guys that don't know. Um, but yeah, that shit's crazy. And Insane. That's a big thing. Like, you you absolutely, you definitely can't eat and walk. But, I mean, if you're chewing something, who's going to really, really know if you're not mm -hmm. close to you? But you better not ever be on the phone in uniform while you're walking. Mm -hmm. um, and the Marines are just way sh more strict than the Navy ever was. Like mm -hmm. I mean, it happens... It happened to me sometimes where, you know, I got called out, but, like, most of the time, meh, meh. Yeah. But with the Marine Corps, they're just way worse because they hate their lives. 
the thing I, the thing I hate about <laughs> that the, so you're gonna do one or two things coming out as a marine, and I hate saying stuff like this because. Oh, you're right. I know what you're gonna say. You know, you're I don't want right. to give it like a bad connotation, but you're gonna come out nine times out of ten with just some kind of like fucked upness to you, and I hate to say it like that, but I just mean somewhere inside of you, and sometimes it takes a long time to to like detect, I guess, but eventually you're just gonna learn that some things just get stuck. You know what I mean? Like everything is so. I feel like the reason that is is because everything is so fucking serious and important all the time. Every everything, little thing is know? like the biggest like, deal. And having that outlook can be so like depressing, mm-hmm. bro. Because once you think that everything in life is important, you literally take that whole scope and project that scope onto everything around you. You know. Everybody doesn't move in that wave. Not at all. Everybody doesn't just like think like, and it's weird because like at the same time, I'm so anti that now. Like the reason why I got out was because I couldn't be an individual. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll never remember my hair was like in regulations, but it was out. So they tried to make me cut my hair and like my dumb ass would be trying to say yes to these people, like not mm-hmm. realizing that they're, like they're humans, just like me and you are. And a lot of them are a whole lot dumber than we are, oh, you know? a lot of them. So it's like, Nah, like I get it. I understand. Like I understand the whole thank you for your service thing. That's cool. It, it's all great. But like, what is that serving? Is that serving me as a person? Or is that serving my ego? You know, is my inner mm. person really happy about the person that I may have became because of that? Mm. Or am I happy because people tell me thank you every time I mention it? You know, it's like it's an instant gratification. Fam, I can't tell it's, you every time. I can't tell you enough. Every time I hear someone say thank you for your service, I roll my fucking eyes. Exactly. It's the most annoying shit to hear. And not because I'm not grateful for like the opportunities that, you know, the doors are open for me and all those things. That's great. Exactly. It's just like the exactly. amount of bullshit mm-hmm. that you had to go through for those three, four, five, mm-hmm. seven, ten, twenty years mm-hmm. every day of your life. Every the day. military just like there's no off switch. Exactly. Be, you know why? Because exactly. you're getting paid the entire time there. Exactly. And they use that against you. Like, you're getting paid for salary. A, a, so while we can you're use in, you for what you for, want. Or for however fun. many hours, yeah. as many days in a row as we fucking feel yeah. like. And a lot of people don't know that once you do sign in and sign those contracts, you're legitimate government property. And that is the most disgusting thing in, in this world to me. No, actually. I actually. just officially became a civilian. Like, uh, what was it, December of 2020, I think, this past December? Yeah. That's crazy. Because you're, you're done with your... Um, your my, uh, my inactive Inactive. Service. Inactive rate of reserve, yeah. whatever it is. Like, mm-hmm. that's fucking insane. Like, you I was done in 2017. Part. Yeah. I'm still... But gonna... this whole time, like, you got to read them contracts, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and that stuff is insane to me, but long story short... Four and seven. Usually. That's crazy. Four years active, three, uh, three inactive, five so seven and, total. Yeah, seven I did total. five and three, so eight yeah. total. But long story, but regardless, though, that's weird. You know what I mean? Like, at any point in time, you can just get snatched up out of making a whole new life and just have to go back to that. Like, imagine, like, the mental mind state of that. Like, imagine that's, like, a real worry for some people. Like, I can't even... Some people take it so serious and hold on to it so much that they can't even shift out of that. You and know? some people had way worse experiences than me and you had. Right, no, Some people sure. have to deal with harassment, bullying, yep. Um, yep. sexual assault. Yep. 
racism we kind of all deal with, but some deal with it worse yeah. than others. Right, right. I didn't get it that bad. I just saw a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, I didn't. The majority of the people in the Marine Corps are from Ohio and Texas, and that's crazy. Because they're the most <laughs> racist people. <laughs> oh my God, yo, you are, yo, you are so right, yo. If you see a dude so, in the military, just go ahead and ask him if he's from Texas, because he probably so, is. Yeah, I mean, oh my I probably God, gave it maybe one out of four, and it's it's so insane because these people are so patriotic to to an idea, and that's what that's what really bothers me. It's, the most about our generation, right? It's like, we're so open to so many things, right? We're so dedicated to like being this, this true free version of whatever it is we're supposed to be, right? But like, how often do we really think about the impact that our decisions really make for real, right? So for us to be so concerned about making these decisions and having the free will, you also kind of have to kind of have to have like the maturity and responsibility to be like, okay, so if I make this decision, is it really just going to affect me? Is this something that's only going to affect me right now, or is this something that may affect someone else in, in a way that may not be positive for them? You know, I believe that whenever you interact with somebody, you owe them a positive experience. That's the only way to kind of keep gratitude, keep yourself grounded, and keep yourself just like a level head. You know what I mean? Like not feeling too good for anybody, not feeling too bad for anybody, but just realizing the fact that like if you can just kind of spread it a little bit. Not so much to get attached to it, but just spread a little bit of positivity at some point, at some point throughout the day, like, you know, once a day it'll become a habit over a month, right? All that kindness and stuff, it comes back in your karma, if you, if you believe in karma. I think whatever you put out, you're probably going to get back in, right? So if you put in no effort, you're probably going to get no effort. And you know? I, I couldn't agree more. Like, you have to, it, it's so crazy because, well, we're at this age, you know, we're both 27 and we're saying these things now. I'm 26. You're 26? When's your 27? When's your birthday? May. I May 16th. That. Yeah, I knew that. You know what I mean? That's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy. If I do his birthday, I was testing him. What the hell? Nah, but... Okay, so we're both in that age range. I forgot, you were a fucking baby. Because I was 17 when I graduated, mm -hmm. and you were, like, barely 17. Yeah, I, we graduated on God. June 10th, 2011, and I turned 17 on May 16th. 2011. That's crazy. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, so, man. yeah, so, but, you know, like I'm saying, we're both in that same age range, 26, 27, same, same. Mm -hmm. um, we both have similar experiences. And I think that cumulatively, like, those things matter because I know, I remember high school very vividly. Oh, yeah. I remember us in high school very vividly. Yeah. We were not on the trajectory to become the people we are today. Mm -hmm. but, but <laughs> Dog, me, so, me more so than you. Like, oh, my sometimes God. Sometimes I still be having a hard time believing it. You know what I mean? Like Yo, these days. We, yeah. You know, and that's what bad. I was talking to you about earlier. Is like, you know, you get to a point where you just start to kind of just like feel good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like once you, once you hit that age of like, 25, 26, 27, wherever it may be, I think that you kind of start to attach yourself more to like what's going to be, what's coming from me, I guess, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like more, more big picture right, mindset. Right. I think that less right now. Right. People always tell you you're supposed to like work hard while you're young. So I, I think that people are always like pushing for something, but nobody ever sees like what's out there to like pull for you. You know what I mean? 
but pull for you in like the most naked sense. Like pull for pull for like the desire to just like be in that space of like of of not I hate to say the word like bliss because it, it it puts like a weird connotation, but just a space of like free flowedness, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I thrive at nighttime. I have no clue why. Like the daytime I'm like one of the most awkwardest people in the world. Like I would not hang out hang out with me during the day. Um but it's like once the sun goes down, I'm just more comfortable. You are such a different and he's not joking. You are such a different dude like at nighttime <laughs> than at daytime. When I tell you what you're doing at daytime I get like one version of it. <laughs> and then when we go out, I'm like, yo, who the fuck is this? <laughs> oh my God. Like, I, I don't even understand. Like, I don't either. And it's I like you're a that. night owl, but like you're a homebody. It, it's so crazy, like seeing mm-hmm. you like just over the years. Cause we spent a, a lot, lot of, time. of time out. When we were in Jacksonville, we yep. went to Wilmington a lot. Uh, oh. We went out a lot in I general. I remember the night we were walking in that club. I think it was Goodfellas. Mm, and we walked up to the shit. third level. Shout out to Goodfellas, y'all. And, that lady, and she was like, we're her mans or whatever. And she was like, I don't mean to interrupt you guys. Oh, but yeah. you guys are just very fashionable. Like, yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah, and this was lady like, was really tripping over how we was dressing. I was like, that's crazy. But that was like back in the day. And then that's when I knew that I could never dress like I used to ever again. And like my sole purpose for that point in time was like to, I don't know. I don't know how I want to word that. But long story short, I think I just more so the clarity of like, okay, so that's what it's like to dress like that and it be noticed. Like if it is noticed, that's the reaction. So mm-hmm. like, I don't think I ever want to have the negative reaction of wearing the same pants three times in a week ever again in my life. And so what's that? What do you mean? Just like in high school, I used to wear a lot of the same clothes. Oh, my oh, parents oh, didn't oh, believe oh. and all that oh, stuff. Oh, I thought like, you were saying like the style of clothes. No, the You're style. You're saying being able to afford like, to buy more clothes. Yeah, okay. well, not even that. I'm just more so saying I'm never gonna be the bum again if I'm in that Facts. setting. You know what I mean? Like you always wanna be okay. the motherfucker that everybody's like, oh okay. Yeah, like yeah, I'm, fucking New Year's motherfucker. I was like, yo, I. <laughs> I thought I was fly. I was like, yo, I'm about I thought, to kill these no, things when I walk in. I was alright. I was alright. I was. I was alright. But I, I was. I told it was funny because I can pull. Up, I'm in a group chat and I, I told the boys that morning. I was like, y'all can have the turtleneck tonight. And everybody was like laughing about it. And I was like, <laughs> and I wore a turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> I did wore a turtleneck. <laughs> I was like, that's a little too predictable. I got to switch Ooh. it up a little bit. And like, that's, I kind of, I think being different is a weird word. I think we're all normal, but I think there's something wrong with everybody. Well, different, I'm, I'm going to, yes, you're right. You know? When I say different, though, like, for example, I say your style is different. Mm-hmm. It's because you're going to do things that everybody's not doing. Or just not think of doing. Because yes. if they thought of doing it, they probably would. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah, exactly right. They're not even thinking about doing what you're trying to do. Like, I wouldn't have thought to wear that outfit for New Year's Eve. <laughs> but you killed it. And everybody said something to you about it. You did too, though, man. Those McQueens are fire. Who the fuck was that? Was that Dave? He was like, yo, y'all are some handsome ass niggas. <laughs> 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 Shout out Dave Jack, man. Oh, my goodness. That was No, funny. yeah, I remember... That we were somewhere in the kitchen and I yeah, forget who it was, but this girl was like, she was like, "Don't I know you?" And I was like, "Maybe like from some point in life, I'm not look sure." At, you know what I mean? Him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, she was like, "Oh yeah, but you have a baby." And I was like, "Well, yeah." And she was like, 
Never mind. And I was like, yes, and her mother is right over yeah, there. Can like, you please walk away? Yeah, I'm like, is that, that is the most awkwardest <laughs> like interaction. Like most people are like, hey, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? What's your name? Nice to meet you. Like that shit like that Yo, is let fucking awkward. Let me find out Kiki gave you clout. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. Let me she find did. out Kiki gave you clout. <laughs> she gave you clout. <laughs> oh, my God. No, there's been so many times that people would be like, yeah, man, like, you got a beautiful family, this, mm-hmm. that, that, and this. And I'm like, Facts. I'm like, bro, I have no clue who you are. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, no, like, I just. Uh, I, follow, I follow Kiki I follow on Instagram. Media. Yeah, it's like, I, I, I follow just, your daughter, your bro. I saw like, you. Dude, that's fucking weird, man. Like, <laughs> we just, like, regular old people. Like, oh, this nigga be, this nigga be like, no autographs, no photos right now. Please, please. No, nah, I mean, that shit. Please. I, I, you Hollywood now? No, nah, fuck all that. Wait till you have another one. That's crazy. I know. It's in, It's insane. I, um, I don't really, it's not that I don't enjoy that kind of stuff, but sometimes I just want to like. No, you're I right. You know you're what right. I mean? Like sometimes it's same. like, can I just enjoy my family for what it is? Like my family's not an image. I hate when people try to make their families like role models. Yeah. I don't understand the, that. The influencer like, that shit kind of takes the life out of things. Like I'm all about, I'm all about like, there's this a couple Ryan and Caitlin McAuliffe like they're, they're cool as, as hell. Like, Super dope, and they I do. Like it, they do it like the right way. You probably do, but like they do it like the right way. Like they don't, they don't do too much. You know what I mean? But like all their pictures of themselves together, they just have like an awesome like idea or theme to it, and stuff like that's cool. But like the people. But that you are just guys like, do that very well too, though. We don't do. Y'all are a very though. cute couple, though. Like especially like. Well, she does more of the posting than you do, for sure. Yeah, I don't... So I see all y'all posts from her page. I yeah. never see your shit. But that's fine. Yeah. That's not your thing. But she, it's, like, yeah, it's really probably nice. enjoys it, I would her, say. Yeah, her and her mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... And that's the other thing, and too. Like, too. I think right? most people... Most people... <laughs> <laughs> what? What did I say? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> oh, shit. No, just, just, no her mom more. just posts a lot more pictures than, than anyone, I guess. But... Uh, yeah, no, the social, me and social media have, like, a weird relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. I done been through some shit with social media, you know? So, like... Mm, well, I, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know back in mean? the day, it was weird. rough. It yeah, was just, you like, know? It was so rough. Like, yeah. For sure. It, so, I don't know. We just... I don't know, man. Like, in this new phase, I'm kind of thinking about, like, deleting all that stuff just as a whole and just kind of, like, revamping... Who I am, even though I'm I'm happy with the person that I am right now. Like so many people tell me all the time, like you're just good to have around, like always good vibes. You know what I mean? You can't really let nothing affect that dude or whatever the case. You think about Clubhouse. What's Clubhouse? We'll talk. Let me. Yeah, you know what? You know what's funny? That know. exact argue. That exact. No. That exact topic. Mm-hmm. Clubhouse. That exact situation is what got me in trouble at the party. <laughs> That's exactly what started because I was talking to Jake. For, bro, it had to be a cool 30, mm. easily. Decompressing. And I was staring at Jake's eyes. Decompressing. Which means I couldn't see anybody else looking at me, which is how I got in trouble. Mm. But me, I had seen Jake in so fucking long, I just wanted to talk to him, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. And But, you know, you know the rest was history. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. Happy New Year. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. For sure. But, um, yeah, man, at some point, just... Going back full circle, at some point you gotta realize that the more happier you are, like inside, the easier it is to spread true, genuine love. You know what I mean? And uh, I hate to, and I fucking hate the word love too because it can mean so much, it can mean so little, it can mean mm-hmm. 
it could mean like the the it can, it can mean a fly on the wall. It can mean an elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Like for real. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, so. This nigga spitting. Nah, not, <laughs> not today. I'm stumbling, but. Um, nah, you're good. I, I just think it's, it's it can mean so many fucking different things. Like, that shit is so fucking complex. Like the feeling of loving someone, right? It's like, at the end of the day, like there's there is something about that person, right, that you're drawn to, beyond attraction. Right. Okay, yeah. And at some point, and that's what's weird about life. It's what's weird about like relationship. It's it's what's weird about a lot of things. Like think about all your exes, right? Fuck no. Eventually, or don't think about it. But what I'm saying is like, think about like the period of time where like your ex, if they had just like did one more thing right, a little more sooner, it could have all been like perfect. Fam, exit seven could have did a lot more things right, and it still wouldn't have been all right. I feel you. But that was a different case already. That's a whole different type of. But bro, that, you know what I mean. I didn't ha- listen. That listen, was listen. that the was the reason why the reason why I'm single right now is because I didn't have the greatest of exes. Most of them, some of them right. were okay, but right. so the reason why I can't look back at none of my relationships and be like, I don't miss none of y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really don't. Right. Some of y'all I'm still cool with, and that's right. cool. We can be friends. I don't miss none of that shit, though. Like, no. Nah. It it, it couldn't have been a one or two thing. But I do understand, like, the whole sentiment of, you know, everyone is in your life for a certain amount of time. And that amount of time is not determined by you or anyone else. Just when that time, when their expiration date comes, take it as that, accept what you had, and move forward. Right. And I think it's, and, and that's what's like the scariest part is like, at, at what point do you decide to like, it was what it was, you know what I mean? Like, and I think that's the hardest, that's the hardest part for a lot of things. And I think like me and you, like we're kind of the same type of people. Like people get cut, people get cut off very like instantaneously. It's like that, that period of like, okay, like I'm done. Yeah, very much the same. Cool. Yep. I'm moving on. Mm-hmm. Oh, oops, I already moved on. Like I'm just telling you a couple weeks later mm-hmm. because I care about your feelings. Yep. Like, and like, in a weird way, and I'm not about to make this a, a long-winded thing, but like, I think when you know you love someone, it's like if you ever even imagine things going south, right? You understand that like that connection would still be there. Like, you would more so almost force yourself to separate. Yep. Vice. Hating, you know what I mean? Vice yeah. hating someone. That, that, that is real love, but I will say, when it comes to relationships, my personal opinion on it is love is not enough. No, it's you not. You loving somebody is not, not enough. It's not going to make it work. It's not. I love my mom, and we're just now making our relationship work. And See? I'm 20, you know what I mean? I'm 27. See? I love my dad. He'll never be here for us to finish that relationship. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I rest his soul. Like, Absolutely. I, I understand sure. that 100%. A lot of times it's more so about like, a culmination of things. I think that people want to be supported. I think people want to be loved unconditionally. I think people want to be loved even if they're not showing their best self for that day and not ridiculed for it. You know, I think that naturally as a human, we but that's all, not wrong. No, it's not wrong at Someone all. Someone should want that. That should be very doable. Yeah. No, for sure. And those are the ones that last. For sure. No, definitely. And those are the people that are like really, really healthy. One of the things that she's really good at is like. She does not care what I do. 
You know what I mean? Like, well, not from a sense of, like, not caring at all. Mm -hmm. She just more so, like, I understand that, like, you know, this is who you are to me. You know, you know what I mean? This is what I want this to be. And, and at, at this point in life, like, I trust you to do whatever it is that you need to do to make do yourself Do you know why happy. she's that way? She's probably grown a whole lot. She's not insecure. Oh, yeah. That too. She is not insecure by uh, who you used to be. Or right. To some sense, yes, right. everybody is insecure about certain things. Yes. Right. What I'm saying is she's not so insecure that right. she won't allow you to go out the house and won't allow oh, you. Oh, yeah. No, that, no, no, okay, yeah. but like that right there, but, that I mean, shit right there is very, very, very toxic and very manipulative and to some degree is as bad as what some of these dudes are out here doing. Yep. You treating your boyfriend like he's your property and he's not allowed to go somewhere unless you tell him to is as bad as a guy doing it to you. Yep. But it's not seen the same. It's like, oh, ha ha, my girl is crazy. That's funny. No, right. it's not. Because right. who the fuck wants to feel like that every day? Right. No, for sure. Why would I want to have to beg to see my friends who I've known for 10, 20 years before I even knew who you were? Right. Why would I have to beg you to let me do that? Right. And I'm not saying you can't come with I'm just saying, no, I'm, sure. I've dated people who like, and there are people out there who are like, nah, I don't want you going nowhere, but for stay sure. here with me. What? What? For sure. I got to ask you, I had a person tell me, yo, I couldn't watch pornography, bro. Yeah, nah. We what is that? Yeah. What you mean I can't watch that's, pornography? That's another thing. Bitch, you did a porn. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Hello. 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 But you know what? It's fine. Uh, We're not going to talk about it. But I either just, way, no, voice. you're you're exactly right though. I think that um, and, and to be honest with you, I think that that stuff takes a really really healthy person too, right? Yeah. And the 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 weird part is like the people like that they really aren't dime a dozen because I think that everybody has their own insecurities. Of of course. It's, you can be insecure in in yourself. You can be insecure about the state that you are in life. You can be insecure about. Bro, there's the, 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 the most attractive issues. people in the world. They'd be insecure that they're like, you know, because of their looks. Like, it's just crazy. Like, people, yeah. and you'll never know. Well, it's just that, like, attractive women have feelings too. Attractive women have insecurities. They have Absolutely. trauma. They have baggage. They have, they have a lot of things too. And I think that a, a lot of times. Probably worse on them, honestly, if we're being honest. It's probably worse for them. I think it is. Because I think to them, people. I think, I feel like it's like a, it's like a check in the box. It's like, mm, like you hurt me. Oh, yep. You know what I mean? Like, just like the rest of them, you know what I mean? And it's like, I feel like a lot of times, even when, when guys don't do it on purpose or they do it on, on like accident or like guys out there that have overly traditional parents, they have traditional upbringings, like people that have ideas morphed on them as a young child with no guidance, just rules, you yeah. know? Some people are raised with no religion, no, no rules, but guidance. And oftentimes those people become the best people. I think, that is fucking weird because it's like as a parent why would you not give your child the opportunity to be as fruited as planted i guess as possible like you know what i mean well, like, it's, okay it's a double-edged sword with that oh sorry sword. exactly because, because it's like I was it's a double-edged because the thing is this yes you want to give your kids some level of freedom and the space to express or figure out what suits them best mm -hmm. of course I don't necessarily want to, and I had a big talk about religion on my last episode, mm -hmm. so without going too deep into what I said there, it is interesting, though, because I, I've heard people bring up that exact argument, like, how can you make your kid become a Christian 
and how can you make your kid become whatever as mm -hmm. a as a young child mm -hmm. before they're able to form their own ideologies? Mm -hmm. I get that. That makes sense. However, let's look at it at a very simple, simple, basic the, the basic point of it, right? Mm -hmm. I have a kid. Mm -hmm. I go to church every Sunday. Mm -hmm. It's Sunday. Mm -hmm. Where's my kid gonna go? To church with me. Yeah. Like that's, well, just yeah. Not, you're just gonna right. go with me. Right. So I don't necessarily think it's so much of forcing it onto children. It's just so much like that's what we do. Like you're right. us, so you come with me. I do think though that if the child grows up and decides to explore, you should be okay as a parent with letting your kid do that. Do yes. not say, 100%. you do what I do or you get out. That's not healthy. That doesn't help anyone. Where my parents went wrong with me, right, mm -hmm. was sheltering me to the point to where things that I was going to find out on my own because I knew at an early age things have to make sense to me, right? Everything don't make sense to me. There are some things... And I'm not going to put out there to, and like offend people because people are very sensitive about stuff like that. Absolutely. But I have a hard time putting my faith in another human being at the most fundamental level. Social constructs piss me the fuck off because mm -hmm. they try and guide people on how to live life. Mm -hmm. That in itself is toxic. We live in a fucking toxic society. Like, I'm sorry. It's, so but it's you mean fucking living, gross. You mean living in... And, 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 and leading your life based on a book is weird, right? Yes. Because okay, it was well, let's not, yeah, okay. I'm not going to get that deep. I, I'm not going to get that deep. Okay. But what I'm saying is that wisdom can be found in a whole lot of other places than just that. Okay? Also, I think that if the whole point of living somewhere where free will is a thing for everyone, why are we living our lives guided? Who's to say what makes a, a good or bad person? Who's to say what right or wrong really is? Who's to say what morals really are? We're taught all these things. That's true. But what it, okay, so I agree with you on some of that. But then my immediate question is what about those who cannot determine? Okay, if you say there's no such thing as right or wrong, right? Mm -hmm. That we've just created those things. Mm -hmm. So does that mean what, what scenario would work best? someone who decides like the way Why we look the way we view killing right murder yeah we review that as a bad act right you do know that most serial killers don't see it as a bad act right right they see it as something they have to do and they don't some of them can't even determine what is right and what is wrong they just right. determine that it's something i have to do One so then if we're jumping out of this into live however you see fit Right. Then who's to stop people from doing these people from doing all right. these things and like what, what, what do we dist start to govern and what do we not? You know I what mean, I mean? I think that, and that's one of my biggest issues with the military, mm -hmm. is nobody has the right to take life. I don't believe that. I think that we came except from, us for we, five years. Right. If all exactly, if all all humans are nothing but energy, mm -hmm. how can you attach? like a possessiveness to another form of energy. You know what I mean? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Like if, if at the most fu like fundamental basis of people, like who we Greed are. Greed and hatred. Yeah. That's it. But isn't it weird how that's a pattern and it trickles down no matter what generation? 
Isn't it weird how we never really grow as a generation? Like, isn't it weird that we're born with a certain way that we have to be and we have to grow out of things because of what we were forced on as a kid? Is it not weird that we're still living now off of same like ideas and traditions from a hundred years ago? I think it's unfortunate. But we're in a totally not different weird. place. It makes perfect sense. It's just unfortunate. It's weird to me. Because there are people who are smart that think this way, you know, and it's like... Yeah, but that's how psychology works. Like, if you're told something over and over and over at a young age and you're, like... I was talking about that last week. Like, you're not born racist. You're taught it. You're taught racism. Right. You're taught that that person is bad because of that the way they look. Or those people are stupid because of, you know, what they, what they are, mm -hmm. where they're from. That's just taught to you. Mm -hmm. So it's not weird it's psychology but it is extremely unfortunate and I just feel like the more that people do what you and I did at whatever ages we did it at which was to question everything mm -hmm. even things we grew up knowing as fact mm -hmm. I think that's how you actually grow and see the world for what it can actually be like you you can't a lot of people aren't willing to challenge their beliefs Mm -hmm. We just accept it at a young age and it's fact for our entire lives and we don't budge on it because we, we attach ourselves to what can be good from that. And that's very dangerous. So I just think that we need to do a better job, you know, as parents, as people in general, to, to not let these things control our lives or our kids' lives for that matter, you know? Yeah, we need to be as people just more comfortable with ourselves, right? So that what we project onto people, it, it enables them to be comfortable too. You know yep. what I mean? One of the biggest parts about being warm, being an open person, being a receiving individual, is understanding that you are okay with yourself. So everything that you project, you're okay with projecting. And that comes with no grief, no stress, no worrying about if it's gonna affect somebody negatively, because you know that what you're saying is gonna have a, a positive effect on them. Like yeah. I said last week, man, just don't be an asshole. You know, life yeah. would be so much easier if you're just not an asshole. Just try your hardest. Just try your hardest. You <laughs> may, you may, some days you're going to fall short. <coughs> Fam, I fall short most days. I've been falling short for a while. It took, <laughs> it took me 20, 23, 24 years to... He's a dick. No. I'm he a nice, was a dick. I'm still, I'm a nice person. I'm just, I believe in, in not being ignorant. That's all. For sure. For sure. Yep, though, I mean, that's all I got, bro. Like, that's it for today, man. That was a, that was a really good episode. I'm man. happy with that. I'm so satisfied with that. You took us deep. Uh, I appreciate it. No, I didn't, I didn't mean to. It always yeah. works that way, though. Yeah, we yeah, we yeah. have these combos all the time, you know. Those combos bring growth, man, day for by sure. day. You grow a little bit more. So Hit dogs holla, man. Hit dogs holla, man. <laughs> appreciate y'all for listening. Yeah, shout out to Kevin. Shout out to, shout out to Wadi, man. The other Chris in my life. I got, I got some. <laughs>